0: Let me make it clear.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, we have a very special treat for you guys, as we're going to be taking a look back at another classic interview that I did back in the day with my good friend, wrestling legend Buff The Stuff Bagwell, where we did an interview with one of the most controversial professional wrestlers in the history of the business, and that is, of course, The real nature boy, Paul Lee. Now, I know some of you are going to be excited to hear this interview. I know some of you are uh, listening to this right now thinking, Booch, what the fuck? Why would you interview this guy? And the answer is simple. You know, a lot of people have had things to say about Paul Lee. Some good, some bad. Some people have had interactions with Paul Lee, some good, some bad. But in the time that I've worked with Paul Lee, especially when he was on the uh, the UCW shows, Paul Lee is actually a lot nicer of a guy than people give him credit for, you know. Paul Lee is very very aware of who he is and what he's doing as far as his gimmick goes, and outside the ring he's always been nice to me. Anytime we've had interactions and we've talked, you know, he's always been nice to me. You know, ever since I've started becoming the uh, the ring announcer at UCW, he's uh, joked around with me a few times and even brought me into some of his, uh, you know, skits and promos and gimmicks that he's done. So it's actually been, you know— exciting to work with Paul Lee. He's actually a lot nicer of a guy. And, of course, my first time ever seeing Paul Lee was actually at a UCW show. It was at the uh, Cycle Nation in McDonough. That's where I actually saw UCW for the first time. Uh, My good buddy Tim Gonzalez um, told me about the show, invited me down there, and I got to... Meet everybody involved, uh, including Ronnie Gossett, the owner of UCW. And when I first saw Paul Lee, my first reaction was, what the fuck? But when I saw how he worked in the ring, I was very impressed with how Paul Lee um, does the gimmick. Because if you're going to be a Ric Flair impersonator, you got to commit, you got to go all in, and you got to be 100% immersed in that character. And Paul Lee does that. He walks like Rick. He talks like Rick. He wrestles like Rick. It is amazing to see how well he works in a ring. And I was very intrigued to see how he got to this point, how it all came about, his story. I really wanted to know it. Because usually when you Google Paul Lee, you don't really Google his history. You just see his matches and, you know, the people that have posted videos about him saying good and bad things, like I said. You know, he's a very controversial figure in wrestling. And I really wanted to uh, get a chance to talk to him. And, of course, when I was working with Buff Bagwell, uh, him and Buff are very good friends. They've worked many matches together. In fact, they've had a couple matches together in UCW. So I knew it was going to be fun. It was going to be a great listen. And I knew that... um, Paul, Buff Bagwell, since Buff is an amazing storyteller, he was going to have some stories to tell about Paul that I probably didn't know about, and I knew he was going to bring that to the table. And, I, of course, I was going to bring to the table the questions that, A, I wanted to know, and, B, I felt the listeners would want to know as well. And I think it made for a great interview. He was fantastic to talk to. And, of course, at the time we were interviewing him, he was running for mayor of of Ringgold, Georgia, so he is not running for mayor at this current point in time, but at the time of this interview, he was running for mayor, so you'll hear some political talk in this interview as well, so I don't know where you guys stand on that, that might be the, the, the cringeworthy moment for some of you, but because he was running for mayor, politics does get involved in this, so I need to preface some people with that. But either way, you guys are going to get a fantastic interview. Paul Lee was a joy to talk to. And there's nothing left for me to do but to tell you guys to sit back and enjoy as the Booch and Buff the Stuff Bagwell take on the real nature boy, Paul Lee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining us this week here on the Buff and Booch Cast, you know him from WCW, UCW, AWF. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to welcome to the show the Nature Boy and the potential future mayor of Ringgold, Georgia, Paul Lee. I mean, are you kidding? I mean, good, brother, this is the real Nature
2: Boy, Paul Lee, the, the real one. I mean, now listen that's to me. What are you guys doing today? We're doing great, man. We're doing great, and 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 we were just talking just two seconds ago about saying the words "You are the real nature boy," and you and and and, and what start what started this besides you looking like Rick and being able to be a hell of a worker? What 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 got you going on this, Paul? You know, I mean,
0: I kind of fell into the gimmick. Um, Cause I was um, through the, the days in WCW. I had the blonde hair, the trunks, the boots, the court robes, and then uh, I was doing doing me what I was, thought I you know I wanted to do. And then I started working for uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling and um, Jim Cornette said, "Man, you uh, you look kind of like Ric Flair, you know." And um, so we uh, started, and uh, he brought me and Buddy out times as the Nature Boys, and uh, then he started announcing me as Nature Boy Paul Lee.
2: Wow, that's great, that's great.
0: And then, um, then, since then, uh, me and Flair got, you know, pretty close, and um, Flair even, well, there's some YouTubes going out that Flair said, uh, you know, I do Flair better
2: than he does, you know. (laughs) you know what I've watched you in the ring many times and wrestled you many times and 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 and, and you are I mean y'all y'all the way you do the the turnbuckle spot the slam over the you know off the top rope I mean everything you do from the walk to everything you've there's no doubt about it there's not to me there hasn't been another another person you know to act even similar to you know the to Ric Flair and 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 let's just, just be honest, it's not that easy to do. That's Ric Flair, brother.
0: Right, right. You know, in the, through the years, I got a trust me, I got a lot of heat off of it too. You know, uh, from oh, you taking somebody else's gimmick, a legend's gimmick. You doing this? You doing that? You, why don't you come up with your own crap? You know? know, that's why I'm Nature Boy, Paul. I'm not nature boy, Rickley or Paul Fair or not not all week, you know. Um, I guess some people might look at i the smart ass version of the Nature Boy, you know. Uh, that's why I go in the deal. I'm the real nature boy, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh Flair was known through the years for having money and, you know, having fun and all this, but you know, we all know, you know, he, he had a bad part of luck and he was down to, you know, Day by day, you know, and uh, and not boasting
2: or yeah, and and, and uh, health yeah. wise, Help, health and money.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I created my own empire. And I didn't need I uh, I didn't need me to be a top guy in WCW or a top guy for Vince McMahon. I'm the top guy for myself, you know. And uh, so I, you know, I even encourage other wrestlers that left the office. Look, just because you left the office, don't mean it's over. Make money. I'm, I'm a businessman. You know, I can show you how to make money. Put yourself, you know, promote yourself. You know, Buff is Buff, the Buff Bagwell. He's one of the greatest guys I know. I mean, he don't need to work for WWE or, or Ring of Honor or anybody else. He can work for himself and be the same super dude he is right now with him. So, I mean, you know, it's how you promote it. You know, and that's where um, big-time promoters like uh, Vince, uh, they don't – they don't really want guys to
2: know that because uh, then they're they're um, you know they're gonna pay more money if they do want. It. Yeah, that, that 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 hurts them. That that hurts them. Now there's yeah. other people that can be somebody else, but you know as good as I do, there's nobody out there that acts as good as you do toward Ric Flair, and there's nobody that can ever wear a top hat in this business ever again. Because if they did, they're gonna say, "Hey, there's both.
0: buff." Doing the buff walk, the flats, and then and then you know the little side view. Mean you know looking at the camera, but brother, you know you got that camera look down. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yes, sir. Uh,
0: and it's uh, you know with me, you know like I said, I, you know I still get heat from it. But you know um, Rick Flair himself endorsed me on YouTube um, on a video. Uh, Actually, it's on there. Rick Flair endorsing Paul Lee and he you know, he gave me a belt, all kind of stuff and then well, of course he has his moments, you know, one minute might be
2: okay with you, one minute mad at you. Uh. But but overall you got overall you guys are cool, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're always cool, you know. I'm am I'm a business guy though. You know, when he first came to me and wanted to uh, everybody say, first of all, I'm gonna clear something up. I never gave Rick Flair ten thousand dollars to use my image. You know, the deal is he has worked for me before. I've, I've run several big wrestling shows. you worked on many of them.
2: How many, many of them.
0: And, and, and guys that work for me, guess what? They're working for me. They're going to get paid. You know, but in return, I'm out to make money. You know, so uh, these guys that say, you know, I'm not paid for some money, but what he got paid was for his, um, his work he did. You know, the autograph signing um, making appearance or whatever, and we've done many of them together even uh, for different promoters.
2: Yes, we have. So, uh,
0: you know, it's all business, you know, and, you know, some of the smart marks, they think they know it all. They, can, they, they don't even know nothing, and they can say what they think they know, you know.
2: I know, dude. I know. Everybody, I mean, <laughs> I, I have cussed. This is our is this our eleventh episode? This is number twelve. This is twelve our twelfth episode, and I promise you, I have cussed about thirty people <laughs> from that fucking fat ass Conrad piece of shit Thompson. I my exact words I said to him I said motherfucker if you were dying on the side of the road and you were on fire. I would not pull my car over and piss on you to put you fucking out.
1: And I wouldn't. <laughs> he said the same. said the same thing to Melton too. I think the exact quote was: "If you saw him on fire and the only way to get him, put him out, was for you to piss on him, you'd let him burn." <laughs> That's the exact
2: quote. <laughs> that is the exact quote. But but you know you you you, you know I, I see you fire back at. You know the guys that you know. Some some people that the fans that kind of try to dog you or something, and, and, and you got. to, They say don't sell it, and there's a fine line there, and you know that we've been in this business long enough. But there's sometimes you guys, by God, got to say something when when yeah. when when you are Buff Bagwell, and there's there and Conrad Thompson is running an 83 week consecutive win over Vince. And all of a sudden, I'm on. I mean, like six or eight or ten of them. I was, I, I, and of course, dogging me out. And Eric was with him, and that's who Zouan is, it, Conrad and Eric. I love Eric. I love Eric Bischoff to death. He's always done me right. He's always done me straight. But. He Conrad was he almost had Eric kind of dogging me out. And and Eric would go, No, wait a minute now, you know, but buff buff buf, buf, buf can buff 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 work. He he'd almost get Conrad almost had him in his corner, you know, over, you know, main event matches and against me with me and Luger that, you know, were damn good matches and, and still, for some reason, during that eighty three weeks we sure did talk about Buffalo a lot on Conrad Thompson. Well, me and face
0: to face, uh, me and Conrad never had any uh, heat, even though um, somebody tuned me into one of his podcasts. We uh playing, you know, saying some crap to him, and uh, Tony Savani and then um, uh, Bischoff got in on it. Um, not Bischoff, I'm sorry, uh, Bruce Pritchard. They was all on a show of. A show down in Alabama last right August of 2018. It was a fan fest show I was on, and it was uh, Jimmy Hart, um, Animal, um, Bruce Picture, and um, Conrad was uh, talking to them, asking questions. About them. Well, one of the fans, they kept asking fans to come up and say what they want to, you know, talk about or whatever. Well, one fan got up and said, "I don't want to talk to y'all. Y'all should have the real nature boy up there and talk to him, you know. And um so they Conrad didn't have to say nothing. He, he turned to me, I was at my gimmick table making money. I bet a nature boy does. Woo. <laughs> and Conrad said, well, hi, why don't you come on up? Well, well right beside me was one of my big full-size stand-ups of myself. So I, I just felt it, you know, you know, just it just felt right. So I grabbed him on my way up and sitting beside me. And, you know, me and Jimmy and uh um animal uh we're all cool you know they worked for me several shows of mine so we're all cool then uh jimmy hart sitting there talking and then conrad asked a few questions and then he shut it off it was done with well uh at the beginning of the night bruce pritcher had a uh cut a promo uh bringing me out because i ended up, ended up later that night i was main event one or title you know but uh bruce was cool but then on this podcast they said that was talking about me, because what it was, I was uh, at a Trump rally in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Trump had me up as a VIP, and he wanted me to, the Secret Service brought me, I was right there, right when Trump came out, and, you know, come around, gave me the thumbs up and all, and Paul, you know, and, and you know, it, it made it on national news, it was on uh, TV, well, Conrad said that people were texting him and saying it was Ric Flair. It was Ric Flair. I was trying to tell people I was Ric Flair there, you know, and all this. You e. ain't never and done that,
2: ever not, not once. Said,
0: uh, well, you know what? It's, like we done, uh, we was on a show in Alabama, and he, he uh, planted a mark, planted a mark to come and get him to come up there, you know, to be part of it, because he wasn't, you know, part of it, and he, he was mad, and he planted a mark, and, uh, so Bruce, you know, said, well, I ain't, you know, I know he was Paul. He said, even though I, I just don't like somebody taking somebody else's gimmick. And again, you know, if you, Bruce Pritchard been in the business a long time, and, you know, you think he's smarter than that, than to know that it's a freaking word, I mean, Jesus. <laughs>
2: a I, I I have a not, I, honestly, that, you know? Paul, I swear to God, I don't think uh, I have spoke to Bruce Pritchard Without lying, more than ten minutes total in the time that I've known him, yeah. and that motherfucker eats me alive on everything he talks about.
0: See that's what, that's what I don't get with these guys. You know, I mean, they they not work off the floor, or they didn't and then they, they get these gigs doing little, and then they want to bash other guys, man. You know. Well, here's what I have a problem with in this freaking business. Of, um, I mean, what are We work, for, we work, especially wrestlers. I mean, we should, we should be a team. Have for each other's bodies. You know? Yeah. You know, and um, so we should have more respect for not only ourselves but for the freaking business, not the, uh, not the bash the guys. If you don't like them, just simply say you know I, I just don't care for him. Yeah, you he's know, he's not he's not my type. So I don't, don't really like him. a freaking. Um, you know, uh, where nobody can see them face to face and then want to talk crap. But then, like, like me, being Paul Lee, that's why I'm the real teacher boy. As soon as I heard the podcast, I call him up. I say, Conrad, hey man, what's uh? I just want to know what's going on. And I said, I heard you go to the little podcast and you, um, you were bashing me, saying I'm, um, I went and done this, planted a, a fan and killed up there. I said, first of all, I don't have to plant a fan. I got fans, you know. I don't buy them. I don't pay for them. They like me because of my work.
2: And let's keep in mind that fat piece of shit couldn't even get into a fucking wrestling ring, much less run the fucking ropes, much less go on live TV Nitro or Raw. So just because he's fucking dating or married to Ric Flair's whoever he is a fucking nobody named Conrad Thompson period period if he could, if he was in the ring and he could wrestle and he could work you know I could almost let him say a few things but when you by God hadn't even ran the fucking ropes in your life and you weighed 260 and you're fat as a hog I, I just don't think you should be dogging people out Is my personal opinion yeah,
0: well, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't believe anybody, those people, when they ain't said it to their face, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, so well, I told him. I said, dude, look, if you got anything, please call me, I said, or tell me out there, but I said, "What well, I got a problem with is I ain't done nothing but been nice to you, you know? Right. And then, you know, you don't know, man, I was getting you over, I
2: was getting you over, at think.
0: That ain't the same podcast. Yeah, that that, uh, that
2: ain't the podcast I heard, right?
0: (laughs) Then he said, finally, I said, you know what? Like I said, at the beginning, I said, I ain't... We've never had no heat as far as, I
2: mean, hell, he might be mad at me now. I don't know. That ain't tough to him in a while. You know, he is a rich player. I want him to be mad at me, because guess what? I don't give a fuck.
0: Here's the deal. (laughs) We, uh, We don't never tell anybody... I'm the one that introduced him to Ric Flair. I brought Rick, I drove Ric Flair myself to Conrad's house in Hudson, Alabama.
2: He, he leaves that kind of shit out, right?
0: <laughs> he paid me and Rick Flair to come down there. We ended up honestly spending the night there because uh, Conrad was uh, pretty toasty. He was like falling over, and he was engaged to the girl men out of kids. So I wonder what happened with that little deal. You know, I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't know why. But I know, dude. I, I on, yeah, we, we, we should all.
0: When and Flair became better Flair gave him his number. Once he gave him that, I oh. You know, and then boom, boom. He like started putting Flair on podcasts. Next thing you know, now he's married Flair's daughter. That didn't even like the wrestling business. So,
2: yeah, I know, dude. I know. I just, you know. My my part, my partner my partner um, Paul he, he's a, a real good guy his name's Booch and he's he's got a couple of questions for you so if you don't mind yeah. let, let me ask you uh, a question go ahead
0: brother.
1: Hey, what's up, Paul? And, and and one question I wanted to ask was I was you know I was going online doing my research like I always do, and I came across this um this video that I, I saw that, that caught my attention because in addition to you know doing the podcast with Buff and working at UCW, I'm also I also do stand up as well, and
0: yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, and I saw this. Video. <laughs> I know you do. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, and and not only not only and, and I was I fascinated as a comic, but also because the club that there's a video of you with a confrontation. This comedian at a club that I performed at once, like years ago. I did a one nighter at the Vaudeville Cafe. So to see this intrigued me, and I only saw bits and pieces of the video. So, I just want to hear your pers- your perspective. What went down, for, for the audience out there that might not know, what went down at this club that led to this altercation with this comic? But
0: here's a, here's a fact. I'm going to give you, I have never, never told this out in public. I'm just let people kind of um, take it how they want it. I you want know? to give you the facts, okay? Um, I, I was a... Uh, I was invited to the Bobville Cafe Bunch of times. I mean, my uh, the, the owner knew me, knew, you know, as a wrestler, would us, we would go there. Uh, actually, my middle son, which is now a wrestler, he used to work there as a, as a sound guy. He was a sound guy. And then one of my good friends was a comedy, uh, done comedy there, Derek uh, Zoo, uh, we call him Derek Zoo, uh, and he also had done uh, ring announcing for my Wrestle Jam shows, but uh, one that when we went there other night, and uh, I was I wasn't this wasn't feeling good. I didn't want to be in the public eye. I just wanted to be in the back. Me and uh, several indie wrestlers and our um, my wife and their, you know the so y'all were just chilling
2: out. Y'all were just chilling out, trying to stay out of the, the limelight.
0: They kept on. They said there ain't much of a crowd here. Ain't much of a crowd. Will y'all come to the front? Will you come to the front? So Derek, my buddies, I said, yeah, sure, man, ain't no problem. And they all they came to me and asked me, can you won't be offended, man, Derek, because he knows me. You don't, he know I don't care, but he said um, the, the main guy we know is uh, wrestling, You know, you you know, kind of make uh, wrestling, and you know, so we went over a few things, boom, um, and everything was uh, was good. Okay, so the lady comments you got up there, did so you wrestling them? I you little, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh got with us, you know, told them my hair looked like uh Marilyn on the roll. I mean, you know, all kinds of stuff. Just getting them you know, getting them going, you know. Well then this main guy got up there, and I'll be honest with you, his work sucked. I mean you couldn't get a laugh out of them people. Every time he started getting onto the wrestling part, they would laugh. He got into it. So he kept on. Well he had it where I was supposed to up, get up there like I'm, you know, he will to bash me, and I get up there and like I'm, you know, just uh, intimidating him, and I go to give him a roadblock, you know. I mean, I never even touched the guy. It was, and after after the show, he even gave me a DVD and thanked me and took pictures with me and said, man, that was cool, all this, you know. And uh, come find out, Boggs didn't even know he was recording it. He was doing this every club places he could go to. He would get it, somebody to record it for him and try to get uh, YouTube uh, likes and all. And if you look through previous things from then, he never got over 70 or 80. I mean, it was like, that's how bad his work was, you know? Well, anyway, he he was from California, and he he wanted to come back, and they said, uh, man, we we can't bring you back. He he wasn't, you know, Derek said, you know, the owner just told him, you know,
2: you wasn't funny enough, you know. That period. <laughs> you're, you're just you're, you're just trying to be nice and say, well, you know the deal. You're you're in the front row, whether you are a wrestler or not. In the front row, that that's everybody likes you know to you know the fans like you know to, to dog somebody that's in the crowd that's funnier. So he yeah. wasn't getting any and laughs, and it sounds like he went for the the easy one that was right there in front of him. You know, which,
0: yeah, which is horrible. It does not work. We didn't even over it. I mean, he was wanting to do it that way. I said, okay, now I'm helping you out. I didn't know he was going to start selling the Internet about when he tried a low blowing. And the guy, the cussing you hear in the video, a, a local wrestler a indie rassler, he was drunk as a scoff. <laughs> uh, he, he was cussing a lot. And, and, and this comedian tried to say it was me cussing. I wasn't the one cussing. But uh, what happened then, he got on the internet, got shown this video with Rassler knees, uh, knees comedians, You know? Um, and i to say that uh, Rassler kneed him in the nuts and uh, the, the, uh, the club didn't do nothing to protect him and all this crap. Anyway, that.
2: But all that was laid out. That's why there was no police or anything like that involved, correct? Yeah, because
0: it wasn't, like I said, after, right after the show, was comes wanting a pitch with me. He gave me DVDs, gave me uh, shirts, all kinds of crap. But it, to me. I said, "Man, I'll be honest. I never even opened the DVD because it's what was I took it out of. Uh, I didn't want you know be unpolite, so I took it. But I didn't never wear the shirt. I didn't never uh, even open the DVD. I mean, I just took it to be nice to the awesome guy and." Um, but it really pissed me off once he got to the fact when he tried to say I did this, and then he tried to say with the club that they didn't protect him. And anyway, and it got like in
2: two days, it was up to 187,000 views. God dang, that's incredible. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and you did nothing wrong. <laughs> you did nothing wrong.
0: No, I didn't do nothing. And then I, I, what happened, I called the guy. I got the number from the club and called him. And he, hey, man, you know, that's great. You want come to uh, California and we, uh, we do another one? He said, i got all kind of uh, attention for this. You know, and I said, dude, you owe me some money. You're making me look mad. I said, I've got some friends that are in comedy. And they felt offended that I did that to a comedian, thinking it was for real when it wasn't worth. And uh, I said, I ain't paying you no money. So what I came up with, you know, they're real nature boy. I went and got me some shirts made. I made them look like um uh at that time so Punk had a, you know some shirts that said uh, uh, knees for faces. Yes. Uh, yes. Well I had my knees for nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. That's, oh, great. that's oh, great. That's it's great. Do you still do you still sell those?
0: Yeah, well I ran out. I, after my last, I end up having a gift one hundred. I sold a total of 500, keep uh, them two or three here and there for myself. Uh Once I sold out them 500, you know, I go on to a new design, you know. But uh, I sold all together 500 <laughs> shirts, and I sold them from uh, 15 bucks to 20 bucks.
2: Dude, you know, when you get 187,000
0: hits. I might need some lemonade.
2: When you when you get one hundred eighty seven thousand views or hits, bro, I mean, you, you you can do something with that, and you did, and that was, and, and you were trying to do the right thing, and and you and you always do. Every time I'm around you, you're professional you're you, you've always been a stand-up great guy every time we've wrestled uh, you, you we, we have good matches there you know you know there's is, is good chemistry you do you do a hell of a job and it just kills me when when they want to you know you know dog you out and I, I see it sometimes on Facebook where people yeah. just take cheap blows at you you know and you know, and, and you got two choices. Like I just said, you know, you know, like I'm, I, I sold Conrad's comment. You know, uh, that's called selling it. You're not supposed to sell it in this business. But when somebody says what I heard him say about me, and he's done what he's done to me, just like you, I'm going to do something about it. I'm, I'm I'm going to do something about it, you know. Period, and no matter what it is, if it's you know, flip, flip a table over, slap a waitress, you know, you know, you know, you know. So you know I
0: like st- learned a couple of things through life. I learned one: as long as they are talking about me, they're thinking about me. Um, two: uh, if I talk, they're making me famous talking about me. So good or bad, you know. Oh yeah. There's a. There's no publicity like any publicity, you know what I mean? That's um, right. I'll take it good or bad. Uh, if people don't know me for being a, uh, I guess I played a bad guy too long that I must have done it too good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, but uh, some people, you know, and I'm artist, uh, like, you know what? I'm not going to make them famous by even acknowledging them. You know, I tell them to their place. Yeah, yeah. Them. You don't. You,
2: and I was going to tell you that you don't. You don't. You, you're too good. You're too good at what you do and your craft and what you've pulled off. You're too good to, to, to answer the ones, a few of the ones I saw that I, I yeah. thought you, you, you probably should let it go. But I can only imagine, you know. After time, after time, after time, I'm going to fire back too, you know. Yeah. So you know, but but that leads us to this. <laughs> you, you told me a piece of this one time, but God, I've got to hear it again, please.
1: What is the deal? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna let Boots set it up. Tell her, Boots. Yeah, this is uh, we got. We, we I read about this story and I had to talk about this because I know in addition to you know. Working a lot of places. AWF is the main uh, company you have and everything. And uh, I have to, I have to hear the story about the time you got the gun pulled on you at the AWF show. I read a little bit about this, uh, but I want to hear from your perspective, like, what caused this lady to lose her mind? Oh, man, you
0: know, getting a gun pulled on you, know, you know, you must really, like I said, I really try to be my character, you know. And uh, I want to, uh, you know, with... If I'm working a guy and he's a, a baby face, you know, he needs to look like a million dollars, and I'm my job is that way, you know. I mean, you you won't like nobody if you don't hate the here, you know. So, uh, you know, I'm getting this uh, local guy over. Um, well, first that day I already had a bad day. The, the night before, I was in Florida, and I was supposed to come up. I had to be at my from Orlando. I had to be from Orlando to my building. At, our our doors open at 6:30 that night, and I had a like a, a early flight from Orlando, and the plane sat on the runway for two and a half hours before he went back. And said the check engine light is on. One no more flights today. Well, I, oh my God! I had to rent a car and drive straight to Ringo, Georgia. I mean, we didn't even stop to Pete. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! I did oh have to Paul indoors in Atlanta on the way, so Paul was. And, Man, you're going crazy, you driving crazy, you know. And my wife was with me and uh we made it. People was lined up outside. Um we got there this I mean, it was, it was seven o'clock, the door was 30 minutes late to open So I was already in that mood you wanting know, to just get the night over with. So we went inside, done business, boom. Uh at the end of the night, I got the baby face over again, then I turned on him and I was beating him with a chair. This lady, I, I took the tape off of my wrist and was tying it to the bottom rope to get him with a chair some more. This lady had been coming to the show for over four years. She comes up there with a knife out of her pocketbook, start cutting the tape, trying to release you know, the, uh, the guy, Iron Man, that you know, I was wrestling. Uh, so uh, I told her, I said, uh, go set your toothless butt down, lady. And uh, she went back to her seat. Now, the security over here just watching and laughing, because I'm, you know, who thought she was really gonna do this? What well, you know. So I had a manager guy with me, Rocky Rude, and we um uh, we sat there, and so I started tying him back up. All of a sudden this lady comes back, she went to her seat, she comes back,
2: we turn around and she got a gun right to her face. And uh What did you do? What was your first I reaction?
0: I just grabbed the gun, I like I said, I was already in that movie. you know, I've been going all day long, rush, 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 rush. I was ready to get out of there, go get me a margarita, and take it easy. Right. I just grabbed the gun, not knowing it was a forty-five loaded with the safety off. I mean, if she just dropped that gun, somebody could got hurt. You know?
2: Yes, that could have gone off with one one of the chamber easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. the bullet was already in the chamber.
2: Yes. So
0: I grabbed her, and then uh, some of the fans. Are related to the local uh, uh, deputies here in the town so they called them right away and you know, the police came at you know i, I thanked them very much they were that was very very quick and they got there and they held her and they asked her you know, uh, first i said do you got any other weapons in your pocketbooks and she said no no, no. Like, so they pulled out her pocketbook she had all she had all kind of knives and um uh, said these are weapons no they're not guns you know this is how franking this lady was so uh, they said, well, what, what did you do? Uh, was you going to shoot him? She said, you know what's going to shoot him? He called me Toothless. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I mean, dude.
0: He's an Iron Man.
2: Dude, if you hadn't had a day, if you hadn't have had a bad day, you, if you hadn't have had a bad day, you may have died right there.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and I'm sitting there and finally uh, the female cop came and she had to arrest her and What are you doing? Uh, You're going to jail, man. What? I told him I'm sorry. Ain't that
2: (laughs) (laughs) enough? All I did was point a gun in his face, cocked and loaded.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the lady ended up getting like uh, two-year probation and I paid a fine. Uh, She didn't have a. uh, Even though she told the um, officer to have a license, her license. (laughs) When she went to court, she brought her license. uh,
2: her driver's license. <laughs> it was damn driver's license. You swear to God. I was joking. She actually pulled out her driver's license and said, here's my license. I don't
0: know where she got it at. <laughs> That's great. That's great.
2: But it was uh, and here's, here's a funny thing. Here's a real funny
0: thing. Uh, about three, four months ago, we were doing a town. And I was, we was running through. I was over there helping my wife run the door there. And I looked up. Here comes that damn same lady walking in.
2: Oh no! But now, do you got your gun on you like you do? Yeah.
0: Hey, you know Lee, I always carry. Yeah,
2: and I know you carry your gun when you're when you're doing the when you're everybody's getting settled. Yeah,
0: and uh, I said before I could say one thing, she said, "Look, I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not mad at you no more. I went to anger management." <laughs> And I went, I went on probation for two years, and I don't hate you anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what do you say back, right? That's crazy. $15,000, come on in. Yeah, yeah, and then paid her money and came in and watched her show after pulling a gun on you.
0: And here's what's funny. Here's what's real funny. I came out from my match by the time I got through wrestling. That lady was up out of her seat, cussing me, yelling again.
2: <laughs> cussing you like a dog, and you were hoping yeah. she didn't have a gun in her hand.
0: So uh, I said, you know, I, I used it to, you know, I, you know me, man. I was, oh, you yeah. To, you know, I mean, I made money off that, too. Again, once again, being the businessman, I got a saying, woo me, don't boo me, Right. Yes. And my shirts that came out at the time was, Woo me, don't boo me or shoot me, and it had a target in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great. That's great <laughs> shit,
0: dude.
2: That's all you can do. That's all you can do, and you've done well with that, which leads me to my question is, is there... It, you know, I, I've heard you know, there's a there's a there's a big thing going on with this with the with the cruise thing that we've talked about. What well, is that is that is that what you've mainly been working on, and then just doing your indie shows, or is there is there more coming up for the nation? War Paul Lee that that we don't know about, or you just kind of aiming for the cruise thing? Well, the nation War
0: Paul Lee got so many things coming up. One, I got I just announced. And, uh, of course, none other than Buff Bagwell will be on it. Yes, sir. Boys Wrestle Jam crew will be February 22nd through the 29th. And that's going to be a fun one, uh, Bob. We're going to have fun on it. Because guess what? This is such a great event. I'm telling you, i worked on this, and this ain't no carnival crew. No, no, no. This is a Norwegian crew. Yes. Off of the line, it's a second. We was going to go with the... the Other one, but we worked out all these incentives. And my deal, I negotiated. I negotiated. I want to get
2: the most we could for our fans and for us. And 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 you have, and you have so much that Booch was telling me something he heard. On on the internet that that you that I think you spoke to me about, but I'm not
1: positive. Tell him what tell him what you I was, read. I was on Twitter recently and somebody tweeted to Chris Jericho, because Jericho's been doing the Jericho cruise for the last couple oh. years, and somebody sent him a picture of your poster, flyer, I, I don't know the term for it. It's just a picture on the internet of when you were promoting your Wrestle Jam cruise and Somebody tweeted that to Jericho. Jericho retweets it and says at the top, how do I compete with that? And then people, of course, commenting underneath, saying good, bad, and different about the Wrestle Jam cruise. But it, I think that's like the best listen you could have got. Like, it got Jericho's attention because he's sure. doing cruise ships, too. And I'll you, well, you know, when, when you're a fan the best
0: field, you know, um, I mean, I ain't, I ain't bashing this cruise or anything or anybody on it. It's a four-day cruise with uh, the Bahamas, right? Ours is a Caribbean cruise, seven days. and dig this. This is what I've working on. All well, We know they're all exclusive. But with my cruise, all your alcohol will be included, too. All your gratuities, all your tips, you don't have to pay no gratuities back in. Um, I mean... Where's the ring going to be? Where's the ring going to be at, Paul? At the port, you're going to get so much uh, excursion stuff
2: free. Where's the ring going to be set up at? You were telling me where the ring was really cool sounding. Where's it going to be set up? The
0: ring going to be on the top deck. We're going to have a a seven-night cruise. Five nights, we're going to have live rassets. And two nights, we're going to have Q&A... And uh, some uh, a little bit of comedy and uh, just uh, stuff in the theater room inside. You know, when you get to meet the wrestlers, uh, the whole crews we're going to have meet and greets, so you can several times during the day you can come and meet us and uh, take pictures with us and uh,
2: buy our t-shirts and our pictures. And uh, Paul, Paul, how how can how can the fans how can the fans Paul how can the fans? Look that up We're and check that out. Exactly, exactly. So tell the people where you can go to, 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 to read about this a little bit. I mean, is there a place that give us your info here?
0: Yes, uh, you can, you can go to my Twitter, um, uh, real at real nature boys, or go to my Facebook, uh, Paul Lee or. Uh, nature Boy's Hallway, they got a page also, and you will see the uh, posters on there where you can uh, get the number, or just uh, you know, or uh, or just uh, go right to it. You know, it will uh, connect you right to it and book your cruise. And you can book it with as little as fifty dollars, and then you have time to pay the rest.
2: That's fantastic. Here's
0: the, here's the deal. Here's the price of seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine dollars for a seven night cruise. With everything paid?
2: I mean, can you can you add? <laughs> I
0: mean you can't beat that. You can beat
2: it. I know people, uh, mainly me and Bob, we can drink that much in alcohol and oh. <laughs> and, and we're going to. <laughs> And we're all definitely right. going to. It, so, have you got you got your ticket yet, brother?
0: Really?
1: <laughs> 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 you do your podcast on there. Oh, I know. Hell yeah, man! If you, if we can do a podcast on there, that'd be awesome. I was I was gonna ask you, are you gonna be taping this at all, like for anything? Because I'm gonna say, like you know, you need? I was gonna tell you, do you need any announcers or extra comedians? Like, um, dude, I will. I will clear my schedule. We are uh, trying
0: to finalize all the because you would not believe. Once this got announced, how many phone calls and how many texts and how many connections I got? it. I think. that one day I had over ninety-two people contact me wanting to be on the crew. Of course, we ain't gonna put ninety-two people on the on the crew. We're gonna uh, just like my Rascal Jam shows. I don't overdo them. You know, I make them where. Uh, you know, I, what I don't like about an indie show is when people got eighteen matches or. Really. Matches, right? How
2: many times have we talked about that, Paul? How many times?
0: cleaning up to entertain the folks, and then give them time to enjoy their cruise too. You know, we don't want to take all their time. You know,
2: that three-hour thing, and everybody's dead and tired. And how many times have we talked about that? You know, You know,
0: we have talked business, and I think you've seen some things way out inside that ends up. You know. My uh, Wrestle Jam uh, sells out every year and we have people you know, right here in Georgia. And as far as uh, this year's show, they came as far as Arizona, uh, out west, and flew uh, all through Florida, they were Chicago, uh, Cincinnati, the Carolinas. I mean, all the, all the motels sold out. Um, you know, that's how you do You make them a bet that's fun, but you don't give them too much. I mean, Wrestle Jam has a total of six matches.
2: That's going to be a blast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, our uh, Damn crew cruise, we're going to have five nights. So, that's we're going to do four matches a night.
2: And so, that's uh
0: 20 matches, the whole cruise. And then you're going to get some uh, Q&A time where you can just sit and talk. Like we're talking right now.
2: And just and just be able to sit around and talk and, and shoot the shit with us and have some fun. You yeah. know, so it's a blast. Yeah. And then I also tell we're going to be selling T-shirts and history too. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have a blast, dude. I'm so excited about it.
0: Yeah, I know. I know Sharon's going to enjoy it too. Oh gosh, that's all <laughs> she's
2: been talking about. So okay. as soon as she, as soon as you said Norwegian, as soon as you said the word Norwegian, she went what? And I said, yeah, this ain't no carnival shit. You know, this is this yeah. is the Norwegian. I mean, this is yeah. a big deal. I'll be honest. About a year and a half ago, I
0: was. In I ain't doing a cruise, but at that time, you know, which I ain't got, I ain't got nothing against Carnival, honorable, but I can't, I can't even break a great deal. I want, I wanted to work it out when you got a great deal. And when, when you get, the Carnival was is going to be a four-night cruise around the same cross, and it wasn't getting nothing. Well, you got the top-notch cruise line. You got. a lot of things. I mean,
2: you got seven days. You got free alcohol. You got. I mean, are you kidding me? It pays for itself.
0: Even the gratuity. I mean, that adds up when you uh, when you go on a cruise. At the end, when they add in that uh, extra tip, um, that's a pretty good little bit. You know what I'm saying? But when, uh, you don't even have to pay that. I mean, um, that's a lot of little benefits. Like I'm sure you know, if, if somebody does a little bit for you. Uh, like me, mean, sometimes you give them a little more, but uh, but I, you know, like if you go to a restaurant and they automatically add it in, I mean, you know, if you oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, of course that's they do, to yeah, do that's
2: the yeah. But uh, Butch has another question for you, and then we're gonna let you go, Paul. We we just appreciate your time and energy, but just
1: uh, he's got one more question for you here. Absolutely, Paul. And here's and one of the things that's that's been on the internet, and I've been I've been seeing about is you know, and we and I mentioned before, you know, the potential future mayor of Ringgold, Georgia. As obviously, most people know, you're you're running for mayor. Uh, and one of the things I love about the post that you've made is you said what separates me from the other candidates is that I have a is that I have a plan. And if it's okay with you, I don't. I hope I'm not you know being too forceful. I am rather curious. What is the plan that you have for Ringo, Georgia? Well,
0: let me let me tell you a little bit about Ringo first. Ringo is uh, not when you come into Georgia from Tennessee. We're the first. Uh, you know, uh, we're uh, we should be the the gateway to Georgia. Okay, we uh, the county is called Catoosa County, and in it there's two cities: Ringo and then Fort Oglethorpe. Ringo is supposed to be the leader. We got the courthouse, the jail. I mean, we got um, the freeway, everything. Fort Oglethorpe is a side city of Catoosa County. Well, because of the fact, a few years ago I gave. My plan. the mayor for O'Took how to build a town, you know, he's seen it. He used some things I did. And it has businesses for the lore. I mean every bar and grill type restaurant you can think of. it got um I mean Logan's Roadhouse, it got uh Applebee's, it has a uh, Old turtles,
2: uh uh Buffalo I mean I, I, on and on and on and on, Walmart, you know, two Walmart. So what gave you this idea? What made you turn to this gear?
0: Well, the reason why ringo has got three exits on it. Now, again, whenever you got an exit on a, on the a freeway through your town, you automatically get government support from the state of Georgia because you let the freeway go there. So, one, our taxes should be low. But what's happening is uh, the former mayor was here for forty years. He got, you know, he got paid uh, him, being there forty years. But somehow the so it got perked in to sources uh, you know, I do not get into. Um, and what happened is now the mayor of Ringo is called a weak position. And that's actually what the category it has in, in the state capital. What that means is the only thing he can do is um, he can do a parade, he can do a ribbon cutting, he opens up the the, the meeting twice a month. The city council and the city manager decide everything just about it. And then he signs it in order. And that's his job. He really don't have no say-so.
2: I'm about to say, there ain't a whole uh, lot of job there.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that way a mayor should be. And I don't think the, the, the position that's basically running the town is a hired position that can't be changed what they think. And uh, so uh, I believe the elected person should be the one reliable well my plan to build a city they don't want the city to grow they don't want it to grow they can say they the two other guys i'm running against they just want it the way it is they just want the title the mayor okay you can just call me paul i mean i care less about the, the name column i just want to see my city grow and i can show them how to do it i can uh, i can show them within a four-year term how we can grow get growth and it's incentives you need businesses incentives there's so many charges right now if you wanted to build a business in our town you can't do it the only ones they want and this was out of the horse's mouth the business they want in our town is either lawyers or doctor's offices because that's way they close up o'clock and you don't have to worry about it but if you got like a walmart or all these bar and grills or this or that then guess what you, you're going to have problems all the time. You're going to have to hire more police officers. And then that's one thing. The yep. police department is in a room above City Hall. I mean, if you went the police department, and I highly support the blue, so one of, my, one of my plans is to build the, the city police department, their own police department, right beside City Hall, their own little jail. That way they don't have to pay the county money every time they incarcerate somebody. My number two is to make the town show them how bring in businesses and what it is you give the businesses an incentive and they will come right now if you go open a restaurant here in this town you probably want to put out about 90 grand in fees before you do the first hole and nobody wants that one well, you can go to fort oakville and pay you up nearly nothing so uh well bro work, and it will work i can show them and once you've got the businesses in guess what here's another thing uh like house builders I want to give them incentive. Build more houses. Uh, business builders, give them an incentive to build the businesses. And what happens once 80 percent of the undeveloped land is is covered with a business or a house? Then it's a supply and demand rule. That means everybody's property just went up 20 to 30 percent in value. So if your house is valued at hundred thousand dollars now, the time I get through with my plan, I want it to be worth 120 to 130 thousand. But you're paying less tax than you are on that hundred thousand dollar house, and, it, and, and that, it works. And I can show them that works, and they know I can.
2: How long has this been on your mind, Paul? How long have you been messing with this?
0: I've been, I've been wanting to do this. Uh, the last election, when I was going to run, when I was asked to business, business owners, and business developers came to me and said, "We're the only one that can get, make this happen. We know you can because you got the, oh you got the ball enough." Okay. Um, you've got to, uh, you know, I might not say all the appropriate words that, you know, liberal politicians use usually say, but I ain't, I, mean, I ain't a regular politician.
2: I'm a business guy. Neither, neither does <laughs> <is> Donald Trump, <laughs> but, he, but he's the president, but, but and I love him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he breaks down. That's why I guess he bought me as a VIP, you know?
2: Yes, now, exactly.
0: My deal is I can show them and it will work, and then um, and they're afraid of it. When is this, when does the election
2: happen, Paul?
0: I got the state council, the governor's office, the only way there's a loophole in equity. okay? I've done my homework, you know. I don't have to have 20 degrees on my wall to say that I got common sense, know how to do business, okay? Um, I did my homework and I showed them how to loophole and I'm the only one because I know the key to it, how I can bypass what they're doing now. And it's through the state council. You have to have connections there. You know, and, and with my uh, connections with the governor's office and the um, uh, uh, state capital, I'm planning on putting a play with the city with mayor is back in charge. He has a voice now. He can do it. And, and and that ain't a danger. That's a plan. These other guys just got a danger. You know, they're great guys. I mean, I, I mean. If you need, if you want it to keep the
2: same way. Yeah, it, this ain't it, personal. This ain't personal. You're just trying to make it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just making better. I, I mean, you know what? It ain't nothing about the money. And you know, because I can do this. I, now I ain't going to quit wrestling. I'm not going to quit. I own seven other businesses, and my seven other businesses are successful because I know how to do business. Um, and in, in, in return, I just want my city to grow, because guess what? I don't sell pieces of property. Uh, it's going to help me. You know, it's, it, it will help my property value.
2: When does this election take place, Paul?
0: It, uh, it takes place on November fifth. That's the general election that we'll be having uh, uh two weeks of early voting at the end of October. Uh, you know, we, uh, again, you know, we've got people uh, in town that... Well, I got a lot of supporters. I got a lot of support from, uh, you know, from the, uh, capital. Uh, uh then we got some people in town that, you? you know, this guy is a teacher, my kids, you know, was in his class. You know, he's a good guy. I ain't saying he ain't a good guy. And the other guys running, there's three of us, running, And other guy is a, uh,
2: gospel singer. He's a great guy too, he? Sure, like I said, this ain't this ain't this ain't being mean. You're just trying to make it better. We all,
0: got, we all share that, but what they don't share with me is I'm a business mind. You know, I'm looking to change it. They don't, they don't care to change it. I'm wanting to change it. It's exact. It's exactly. It's
2: exactly what Donald Trump did. Donald nothing. Trump. We finally got a president that knows how to run a business, not one that was raised in a poor farmhouse and they fought their way up and we've all could tell that story. Let's hire a rich motherfucker that can run some fucking business and make this happen for real.
1: We've done so and look what he's done. And the best part is because you're because you've been you're a successful businessman and you have your own money and you have an amount of wealth there's nobody that really needs to bribe you you don't have to don't have to worry about somebody sticking money in your pocket you're putting money in your own pocket so if you need to spend something you can do it you don't need to rely on somebody to like hand you a couple dollars and do some fancy favor so you really got that to your advantage yes and that's
0: what I want people to know about. like um, well actually this afternoon I got my first uh, I'm doing a mix. with the other one back doing this um I'm doing, i got seven of them lined right, up uh, between now and November. You come out, you come meet me, let's talk. i, I got brochures, I'm going to tell you what my plan is, and uh, that's all I ask. Listen to it, you know. Uh, you know, I don't care if you like the other guy because he's a teacher, the other guy because he's a gospel singer. Uh, you don't even have to like me at all. Here's the deal. When you was a kid, uh, when you was a kid or even a false now, you know, Got a toothache, you do not want to go to that dentist. I mean, most people feel to there. Go to the dentist. Because <laughs> that tooth is hurting so bad, you have to go to the dentist because you know he's the only one that can fix it. you going to go. So I want I have to be the dentist. I want to fix that cavity in your wallet and, and I want to be the dentist that fits it and say, I did it. Uh, you know, you don't have to like me, but you know I can fix the problem. And
2: that's brother, that's said perfectly. That's said really perfectly. And the main thing I want to let everybody know out there is, forget, forget wrestling. We're talking to somebody on the buff and boots cash right now that is somebody that's a successful businessman that I've never seen be mean to anybody, always respectful, has got a great family, great wife, great children, and it just he happens to be able to do in his seven businesses he already has, he's also able to do something he loves. And that's what's intrigued me about you my whole my whole life of knowing you. And I just wanted again thank you so much for us doing it, man. Thank you.
0: You're great. Thank you very much. Well. Um, I told you, told you this many times, you, uh, uh, you know, you're one of the uh, closest guys I know in this business.
2: Yes, sir. And,
0: and if you ever need me, I don't care if it's 2 in the morning, I told you. I'm here to listen. I'm here. I will drive and meet you.
2: And the, and the, the hard and the bad thing about that is... That's really tough to find in this business, and you know that.
0: It you know it. We know some of the boys that they're uh, they saving while they're getting
2: something out of. I could call Scott Steiner, and I love Scott Steiner to death, but if I needed him just to dial my phone to save my life within an hour, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> I mean, and it ain't nothing. It's because he's busy. But still, you find the time. You you, you know, we, we find the time. We got to do what we got to do. Scotty, I, I just, I love Scotty so much. He did, he He's never done a podcast and done uh, his first podcast with us. So, I, I, it just blew my mind. He even said yes, because Scotty's not really like that. He don't like to talk that way and 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 really let his you know tell tell his story but he 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 was one of our he was great too but still at the same time he's a businessman but not not like you and 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 this is something that you know um it's it's just big to have you on this show and we want to thank you so much for being with us here today so much I mean it means a lot to us and like I said you're you're a personal friend, bro, and that's really, really. People don't know this. That's really hard to find in this business. It's really hard to find. So thank you so much for being a friend, and thanks for taking time out for us today, bro. I appreciate
0: y'all for inviting me, and uh, I can um, leave it with this. You can woo me, just don't boo me. <laughs> I
2: see. Hey, give us your information. Give us your information one more time. Um,
0: my Facebook is uh, Paul Lee or thank you Boy Paul Lee.
1: And my quarter is at Real
2: Nature Boy. And that ends with
1: woohoo! (laughs) Woohoo! And I'll just say real quick, Paul, how excited! I want to say thank you for being on the show as well. You know, I've gotten to know you over the last couple of you know shows that I've been doing, um, and you've. You know, you really, and you're really, and you're a really awesome guy. Like I remember the first time I saw you was ironically the first time I met Buff in person. You were on that same show, and I had never met you before. So my first reaction, I'm like, "There's a guy impersonating Rick Flair? What the hell?" When you were coming out of the ring, that was, but then when I saw you in the ring, what ma- what drew me to it, and what I think makes it work for you, is you 100. percent commit to it the commitment is really what makes you the the real nature boy and why it works so well is the fact that you're you 100% commit to it and the fact that outside outside the ring just talking to you before a show starts you know just how genuine of a nice guy you are so all that combined I think is what makes the gimmick work and you know I and like I said I'm I'm excited to get the chance to talk to you here and look forward to uh, seeing you again working with you again like I said if If you need a comic or somebody, or if we can do a podcast on the cruise, I'm in. What's up?
2: We're going to work it out. We're going
1: to figure figure something
2: out. I think it would be a good idea, dude. As far as you've gone with this and as far as you've came, start getting the publicity you've gotten from even Jericho responding back to how do you top that. It's one of those things like you know, Ric Flair wrestling and, you know, go follow that. You know, it's, it's hard to follow Ric Flair's match, you know. So, you, yep. and so it's, it's hard to follow the cruise thing you've got going on. So, definitely check all of it out. And once again, we just really, really, really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule. And, you, you know, I love you. I love your whole family. And we've always got along great and just want to tell you, Thanks again for for being on the show and uh, we'll stay in touch, buddy.
0: Thank you, brother. We love you too,
1: brother. Okay, pal. Woo! I love it. Woo! All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our interview with the one and only the real nature boy, Paul Lee. And I gotta say, I love the fact that Paul Lee took time out of his busy schedule to talk to us that day. And also, I love how open and honest he was about the questions we asked. He dodged no questions. He pulled no punches. He kept it real, which is what you want from a guest. Regardless of how you may feel about that person personally or professionally, when they are willing to sit down and air everything and be an open book, that's a great guest to have on your podcast, and it's something that you have to respect regardless of how you feel about him. And I love the fact that he gave us the inspiration for the, you know, the Ric Flair parody. He talked about Ric Flair supporting the decision. You know, the altercation at the comedy club was another thing I was glad to talk about, especially since the comedy club that he was at in that video is a club that I hosted at many, many years ago. Um, It was one of my first uh, out-of-state gigs that I had. Um, And we talked about his upcoming uh, Wrestle Jam Cruise, which... I think because of COVID, that probably didn't happen. But either way, I would have loved to have been on that cruise. It sounds like something fun. And then, uh, you know, having a you know having the gun pulled on him at the AEW at the AWF event um, is also fan was also a great story to hear. And he also had you know plans on what he was gonna do if he was elected mayor of Ringgold, Georgia. And I honestly believe that if he had been elected, I think he would have done a great job. I think he definitely had Ringgold, Georgia's best interest at heart. And uh, obviously, if you guys want to know more about the, uh, the Nature Boy Paul Lee, you can find him on Facebook, Paul Lee. You can follow him on Twitter at RealNatureBoy1. Also, you can go to slash woo but don't boo. And you can actually pick up some uh, Paul Lee uh, t shirts and merch if you want to pick that up. He's also on Instagram at Real nature. And of course, uh, hopefully you'll see him at some future uh, UCW shows down the road. I know he is also on some of the shows on a uh, UCW on Fight TV. You can catch him on a uh, UCW Memorial Mayhem Two, and of course he is at UCW Clash of the Champions as well as UCW Battle of the Belts. So make sure you guys check out UCW on Fight TV, Universal Championship Wrestling to be exact. Uh, Make sure you check it out there. You can check out Memorial Mayhem 2, Battle of the Belts, and Clash of the Champions, and you'll be able to see the Nature Boy Pauly in action on all of those UCW episodes. And, of course... You can go to awfwow.com to check out uh, Paul Lee's wrestling promotion, the AWF. Uh, He has some upcoming events here. Um, March the 6th, he'll be at the Circus Tent Arena for Peyton Palooza. March 19th, he'll be at the Turnbuckle Bar and Grill, which is his personal uh, restaurant for Luck Runs Out uh april 3rd he'll be at the circus tent arena for an event to be announced and you can catch the circus tent arena at 751 old mill road ringgold georgia 30736 and of course the turnbuckle bar and grill is at 61 rbc drive ringgold georgia 30736 and of course in may of 2021 make sure you check out Wrestle Jam 9 and that ladies and gentlemen will wrap up this week's episode of the Boochcast I thank you guys for tuning in make sure you guys remember to follow the Boochcast here on SoundCloud go to SoundCloud.com slash Boochcast B-O-O-C-H-C-A-S-T also like us on Facebook go to Facebook.com slash the Boochcast we have archived episodes of the show as well as other great content my recent episode of Complaint Time is on there so make sure you guys check that out also, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos on those sites. And, of course, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got some great YouTube content up there right now. You can check out our WWE Survivor Series watch party from 2020. You can check out our promo video for the Boochcast to get an understanding of what the channel is going to entail. You can also see me pranking Elvis Delinsky while he cuts a promo for AEW. You can check out the WWE Royal Rumble 2021 watch party that we had last month. And of course, we have now started airing Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the ring right now currently at the time that this is up the first episode the match made in heaven you can check out a review of the match made in heaven we're gonna have plenty of others coming in the coming weeks every thursday from now till we get to the final days of owen hart is gonna be up there so make sure you guys check it out subscribe to the youtube channel the booch cast youtube channel and of course make sure you are following us on twitch go to twitch.tv slash the booch that's where you can live chat with us during the Uh, pay-per-view watch parties also coming very soon We're still trying to work out the dates and everything, but we do have the Boochcast D&D Dungeons & Dragons. will be coming to the Twitch channel soon. We just got to iron out some details, but make sure you guys are following us on Twitch so you'll be able to see us when we go live with the D&D. And, of course, support the show through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the Boochcast. We have great rewards for great patrons for as little as $1 a month. Just one dollar a month. You can help support this show, keep it going, keep the lights on, you know, allow us to upgrade the equipment, bring in some bigger name guests. You know, you guys can help contribute to keep this show going because we want to do this show for the hardworking men and women out there. And we would really appreciate your support. And if you got some extra spending cash, and you want to take advantage of some of the other great rewards we have, feel free to do so. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! While well, I see by the clock on a wall. That it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long Farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu Be good, stay well, bye-bye Keep warm, relax, and eat Take care, stay loose, adieu, bon yeah I'll prochaine. goodbye till when we meet again